بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين In Surah Al-Shu'ara, in Surah 26, the poets in the Qur'an It's worth noting that the story, the reference, the references of Prophet Musa are consistently scattered like pearls throughout the Qur'an and This is one of, one of those passages that are very eye-opening. There, there's a lot of benefit that we can take from it. Allah mentions that this is at the point where in front of them, so imagine being in that situation. You know, we have the expression being between a rock and a hard place times that by a million because on one hand there's this giant body of water and then on the other hand, Fir'aun and his army and think of their reputation, all of the pain they've already caused these people for so many years, for so long. So it's not just that there's someone coming in the distance, it's who's coming and he has his army with him and he's going to be extremely angry, mad, upset, you name it, add a hundred more terms. So it's at this moment when when this is happening, this quick reference that I want to touch upon, there's more to this passage, but I just want to highlight this small snippet of it briefly, inshallah. At that point, there were some people around Prophet Musa and Allah uses the term referring to them, qala ashabu Musa inna So some companions of his, some people close to him, they told him that we were comp- there's no hope for us. Our, our situation is, we would say, signed, sealed, and delivered. That's what it looked like to the human eye, very understandably. They said, we're completely destroyed. Like, what, what are we possibly going to do? Hearing that from a stranger is one thing. Hearing that from someone close to you, especially in the heat of the moment, makes it ever more difficult. Think of everything that has built up until this point. Think of all of the signs, all of the miracles, all of everything that has happened up until this point. The response of Prophet Musa is absolutely stunning. SubhanAllah. He responds by saying, Kalla inna ma'aya rabbi sayahdeen. It's a few words, but it's incredible. How did he respond? Think of the weight on his shoulders. Think of the responsibility that he has. Think of the burden that he's carrying. And he's in that moment, and there's so much, especially on his shoulders. There's the weight, the responsibility, this huge burden of leadership, again, times a million. And he responds by saying, Kalla is like, it may be translated as nay or no, but there, there's, so much, there's so much more passion infused within it. They're telling him this idea and he completely like smashes any doubt. Kalla, no way whatsoever. And even that doesn't really do it justice. He responds by saying, Kalla, inna ma'ya rabbi sayahdeen. There is no doubt, with me is my Lord. Sayyidin, think of everything that they've gone through before this. Think of the different signs, the different miracles. Think of 
the showdown that he had, this epic showdown between him and the magicians, and they actually end up falling into sajda. They end up embracing La ilaha illallah. And then Fir'aun has his response and crucifies them on on, on these, these beautiful palm trees, but then he used something beautiful in such an ugly way. And he said that he was going to amputate opposite limbs, one arm on one side, one leg on the other side, make a public display of them to show everyone, to, to scare everyone. This is what happens when you go against me. Complete tyrant. Prophet Musa responds, no, because he knew that he was commanded by Allah before this. And there has been this perfect consistency time and time and time and time again. Allah supporting him, Allah helping him, Allah having his back over and over and over. From the staff turning into a snake and then back into a staff. His hand going, because Prophet Musa, he was tall, dark and handsome, salam. He has dark skin. So when he put his hand and then it, be, it comes out and it's white and it's shining and Allah clarifies nothing was wrong with it. In another tradition, they said that he had some skin disease. Allah completely refutes that. Every step of the way, Allah has shown to multiple people, especially to Prophet Musa, this is what happens when you have my support. Going back to that epic showdown. So think of all the momentum building up until this point. And then he hears from some people close to him that we're completely destroyed. He responds saying, there's no way. My Lord is with me. He's going to guide me through this. He's going to guide us through this. And then you have, and look, look at what ended up happening. Look at what ended up happening. If you go now to any body of water and you have a staff and you strike it on the shore, it's not, you're going to have a little splash, but... The point was, you always have to do your part. So it's symbolic that he did his part and then Allah did his part. When you walk towards Allah, Allah runs towards you. Now think of everything that built up until this moment. Look at the response though, complete confidence in Allah Azza wa Jal. Inna ma'ya Rabbi Sayyidin. What did his forefather, Prophet Ibrahim say? وَقَالَ إِنِّي ذَاهِبٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّي سَيَهْدِينَ When it comes to hidayah, when it comes to guidance, it's quick. In every namaz and every prayer, Ya Allah, guide us, guide us, guide us. Allah scripted that for us. He wants to answer that. But we have to ask Him. Look at the confidence that He had. Because between good and evil, who was good? Musa. Who was evil? Fir'aun. So Allah ended up splitting the sea for them. And Allah guided them across and made the ground dry for them. And they make it across perfectly in time. And then you have the drowning of Musa and his army. Think of everything they had gone through, so much pain for so long. And then finally, look at the conclusion. You, you, you see details of this throughout the Qur'an, but look in, in Surah Dukhan, for example. كَمْ تَرَكُوا مِنْ جَنَّةٍ وَعُيُونٍ وَزُرُوعٍ وَمَقَامٍ كَرِيمٍ وَنَعْمَةٍ كَانُوا فِيهَا فَاكِينَ فَمَا بَكَتْ عَلَيْهِمُ السَّمَاءُ وَالْأَرْضِ Good riddance. Good riddance. Look at everything they left behind. They cared about the material. They were tyrannical for the material. Okay, they left the material behind. The only thing, I'll conclude with this, the only thing that Fir'aun himself cared about at that time, it's in Surah Yunus, all the way at the end of his life, he's trying to say his shahada. He's not saying anything, oh my gold, my silver, my pearls, my gems, my kingdom, my throne, my... Now I believe in the one Ben Israel. they believe in him. 
And Allah responds, Al an. Now you're going, it's too late. So we're supposed to learn from this, from this incredibly epic story of Prophet Musa throughout his life, but especially this period of his life, this period of his story, of his biography, of his seerah Let's take some time this weekend just to reflect on it, to learn more about it. There are so many lectures in so many languages, so many beneficial resources. Let's take a little bit of time to listen, to read, to watch, and reflect, and to really let it permeate our souls and to think, how can I benefit from this here and now? That's the point, to take that fruit and to taste it, to benefit from that nourishment. But we have to do that. Allah provides, Allah has this fruit everywhere. But it's up to us, are we willing to benefit from it, to taste it, and to, to taste the sweetness and also benefit from the nourishment. We ask Allah for both the sweetness and the nourishment. We ask Allah to help us to connect with the Qur'an. And we ask Allah to help us to be more like Prophet Musa and to protect us from being like Fir'aun. Amin. Wa akhirna wa alhamdulillahi rabbi.